Bitches and welcome back to the Square Eyes Syndrome podcast, where each week we talk about television. I'm your host Ben Gilman. So always, I'm joined by the free titties. First, a man that always exposes himself to anyone when he's wearing a kilt, and even if it's not Halloween, it's Tom Hill. Hey. Joined by our lady, who's dressed like a witch. So obviously, I'm going to have to make sure that Troy Salmon doesn't try and hit it, hit that this week. It's Tara Chloe. Hello. I'm joined by a man. Troy Salmon, would you put your penis back in your trousers, please? I'm trying, I'm trying. It's just massive right now. I'm trying. Great. Seriously, oh, I can hear the tapping on here. It's a bit disgusting. Stop, we have to stop. edit around that. Happy Halloween, bitches. Yay. Uh, oh, going. God. We are going to do the Buffy special next week. We have miscommunicated this week due to my mistake so i got the weeks wrong it's my fault shoot me it's all cool um next week is the buffy special we're gonna do it a week later because we're cool and that's we're gonna be cool we're gonna start a new trend halloween specials a week after or we just say the buffy bonfire special that that's also cool we're gonna start a new trend that's cool we're, we're cool like that we're edgy we're trendy <laughs> how is everyone anyway Doing good, doing good. Yeah, chilling. Yeah, I'm spectacular. Thank you. Fantastic right now. I'm being very fantastic right now. Happy Halloween, boys and girls. Um, Tom is dressed as a Grim Reaper. I think he should open the door to anyone trick or treating in his house on Sunday. Just getting the finger. You should actually should. It's gone. Oh, Tara's rocking the witch's hat, and Troy. I'm dressed as Steve Jobs. I don't know if that's a Halloween gift. <laughs> Troy, it's just Troy. Yeah, I'm a witch. I'm just a, I'm just a random worker at Wayland Jutani. Anyone's an alien fan knows what that what that is. I'm still thinking, what should I eat? Building better worlds. Right. Troy, you were wearing a geeky t-shirt which shows you are a charmed fan. Sorted. <laughs> hey, I'm a welcome away with you, Tani. Roll with okay. it. I okay. have one question. Have you watched Lucifer yet? Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Starting the... Oh my gosh. Here we go. Yes or no? For your information, this, this has been a running gag literally for the, for the longest now because... If I could watch it by myself, I would do it because I mean, because the public keeps going, okay, I've seen it yet. I've seen it yet. So I'm like, I'm going to watch it. And then I don't watch it because I'm watching it with the family as well at the same time. So mm. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch it. But I'm like, oh, but they're not here right now. They might be at work. And I can't watch it at the same time as them. But if I watch it, I don't want to spoil myself. I'm going to watch it in the, in the family setting. But yeah, but yeah, I'm going to see it at some point, guys. Troy? I'm going to see it at some point. Troy, I'm going to say this with all the love in, and respect in the world. Fuck your family. Watch the show. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Damn. Oh, Peace and love, man. Peace yeah. and love. Peace that and love. Is. It's like the sixties, but it's not. That it's like the broke up. Damn. Maybe Paul McCartney had told 
John Lennon to F his wife and just put the keep the Beatles yeah. together. Same thing would have happened. I think Paul McCartney probably did say that to John Lennon, which is why the Beatles Rosa chicken wrap with cheese fries. Oh my God, that's expensive. Tara is booking her clear food completely, not with her. <laughs> Tara is not bothering with the rest of it. Because I saw like both you eating, so that's why I'm hungry. Just imagine if the guy is the guy. If, just imagine if the guy listening to this, who's ordering your, bringing your food to you, is a fan of the podcast. And he listens to this on Sunday, and he <laughs> knocks. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's fine. You're going to it's derail us. <laughs> You're going to derail us, and it will be funny. Just, just do yeah, it. We're going to love it. We, we love you, Carl. We love you. Around here. Anyway, I've actually because I've because <clears throat> I'm going to break the rules here. I'm going to talk about Halloween movies because I don't have anything. Because it's so. Because I screwed up the scheduling. Mm-hmm. I am going to take the punishment of talking about Halloween movies. I know, but Alex does it all the time, so we're going to. I'm going to do it as well. If you don't like it, it's my white, hairy, naked ass. Anyway, so. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like fresh milk. Anyway, oh God, where, where are we going? What's uh, going on right now? I don't know. This podcast never. While Tara's ordering lunch or dinner, whatever she's doing, or a male prostitute, I, I can't speak for her. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, yeah, sorry, Tara. I'm going to talk about, um, what is it? The Wicker Man. Okay, Wicker Man, all right. So we're going to the classic movies, yeah? Well, I, I'm going to watch it. Sorry? I'm totally not, not organised. Are you talking story? about the shitty remake or the original? The original with no. Christopher Lee. But I haven't seen the original. It. No way, it's about the remake. No way. Yeah, yeah. So, let me... Hold on. I'm going to talk about Poltergeist, the original Poltergeist. All right. I watched that, not for the first time, but I watched it when I was a younger kid. Um, it's not too bad. I have watched the remake, which just is a lazy ass remake. It just yeah, literally copies it word for word. Um, it's okay. I mean, like, it's the, the the child actor in it is pretty cool. Um, I mean, I think don't think it's a secret on this podcast. Lately, I've been doing a lot of rewatching horror movies and stuff, and. Yeah. Watching all the old 80s and 70s classics at the moment. I'm kind of going for a horror renaissance at the moment. Because, you know, we're doing a horror podcast next year with the four of us together. So it's kind of important. I watch all the old stuff as well as the current stuff, right? Yeah. And it's not scary. It's acted quite well. I, I want to bring up something that's been bothering me about horror movies, though. The, the, the cops are always crap. <laughs> The piece of always awful. Yeah, I believe so. Well, it depends on yep. the horror film. Okay, give me a good example of good cops in any movie, horror movie. Right, do you mean they're good at their job or they're good characters? They're just good at their job. Um, the guy in Scream 3 is fairly good. The investigator in Scream 3, shit film, the policeman is not bad. I don't remember that. I remember the first two. I don't even I can't remember the name of the actor. He's a reasonably famous actor, but his name's gone out of my head. But oh. he's actually he's actually reasonably competent. He's, the guy he works with is completely not competent, but he's actually fairly competent. <laughs> That's me working with Troy all those years. I had to carry it. <laughs> I'm joking. 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 I
I'm your life support over there in Wakefield. Sit down. <laughs> Tara, you were going to make a point. Mm -hmm. What are you going to say? I don't think I was going to say anything, though. Like... You were. You were, but Tom was like, quick off the doorbell. Off the buzzer. Right. No, it's okay. I forgot what I was going to say. So, what about you, Tara? What do you, what, do you want to talk about horror movies? Um, actually, it's not precisely horror, it's but I had another, yeah, I actually had another show in mind. Uh, I mean, I think maybe you guys have heard of My Name before on Netflix. Oh, I've heard, I've heard of it, yeah. I've heard of it. My Name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought about that, but I mean, maybe we could, if you're doing horror, maybe we could talk about horror as well. So... Yeah. I mean, this could be an open discussion. This week, anything, anything, anything horror, horror, anything horror, because I this is such an open week. I don't even care if it's about horror movies, because eventually we are going to do like what we do with House of Animation. We're going to do like a weekly podcast about horror movies. Yeah. Same rules. You have to start from the first film, and then do the sequels bit by bit later down the line. Mm. Obviously, there's a lot of horror though. We're going to be bored of Friday the Thirteenth. I watched. Halloween 2 as well. Mm -hmm. um, that's a really good sequel. Yeah. Um, more of Michael Myers stabbing people. Um, but it's set in a hospital. <coughs> Jimmy Lee Curtis's character, Laurie Strode, is in hospital. She's in hospital most of the film. Oh, Halloween Kills, the latest one. No, number two. But Halloween oh, Kills is following it's, it's, it's the same... as well. She's literally in the hospital most of this movie. But the whole town wants to kill Michael Myers. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see Halloween well, kill. Really good, really good. A lot of people's kind of divide, um, kind of iffy on it, but I liked it, man. I'm a Michael Myers fan, so I like, I like it. the fact it's trying to be different. Yeah. Because the problem with the slasher movies uh, is, okay. yes, no. nothing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you still ordering your takeaway? No. No, but it's not too expensive. She's still looking. Okay. So, uh, no. <laughs> no. So, um, no. Halloween Kills, I would rather they do something different with Halloween franchise because the one thing you're going to see me bitch about in the Sasha fix is it's boring for me after the point. I love other horror movie franchises. Yeah. I do like Halloween. I do like Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't like Friday the 13th because it's mostly... I'm camping. I'm gonna have sex. Oh, here's here's Jason. Oh, I'm dead. Brilliant. Thank you. That's like the whole thing. It's been <laughs> done. Tried to it, yeah. it, de it depends on the slasher flicks you're talking about, man. Because the slasher flicks were getting boring, and then Wes Craven redid it with Scream, and brought a lot more humour to it. More, yeah, more intelligent version of the slasher. I mean, I, mean, I absolutely love Scream because it's so it's self aware because of the self awareness and the meta yeah. of that the, makes it awesome. Netflix <laughs> have a TV show of Scream that I haven't watched yet. Though. I'm going to try and get around to it, actually. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I, I brought that I brought that up on the podcast ages yeah. and ages ago. Yeah, do you know um, how many episodes we've done now? <laughs> 80, 80 odd. Yes, I can't remember that. Um, Remind me. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no reason why you would remember it, but yeah, uh, Scream the TV series. The first series is really good and it leaves it on a bit of a cliffhanger. Second yeah. season then completely screws with the cliffhanger that you thought they'd left you with and completely subverts it. And then they did like a special as well, which was really good. But they weren't hamstrung by 
the original films. They went in their own direction with it. Mm. Yeah. Which which worked well. They didn't. It, it's almost like a Friday the 13th because it's set at like a, a place where somebody died years earlier for Scream. Yeah, yeah. Did, did. Is it that guy or is it somebody else? And the guy's basically using this guy's death mask that looks a bit like Ghostface. And yeah. So they kind of play with a few different horror film genres to create the TV show for Scream, but it's definitely worth a watch. Okay. I mean, we've talked about in the past, we've talked about House on the Haunted Hill, Mm -hmm. uh, um, Bly Manor, Mike Flanagan. I mean, I haven't shut up about Midnight Mass. Um, Goosebumps, we've talked about, which is laughable now. You remember. Goosebumps. Yeah, Oh, you know what? You know what's been the I good still, now? I still um, stick with Round the Twist, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Round the Twist. That theme tune. That theme tune is awesome. That theme tune is perfect. That theme tune is amazing. But, you know what I'm watching right now? Lock and Key, season two, I'm watching that. Man, Lock and Key. I haven't... How is it? Because I haven't got to it yet. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's really good. So I've got to say, like, it's, it's solid. It's so solid. I need to get on it because I know Netflix is getting stupid with their in last two months of the year. Tiger yeah. King, Cowboy Bebop, Sandman. <laughs> just so much good stuff down the pike coming in. I haven't even started right. off the, key. the way they use them keys, I'm, I'm, it's killing me. I'm like, oh my God. The way they use their keys in that show, I'm like, oh, what the hell? What are you doing with the key? What are you doing with the key? But anyway, I don't go too far into it, but yeah, I'm going crazy right now. Watching are it. you a fan of the comic books? Never read them. Never read them. You don't know where it's going. Exactly. So that's, it's good for me. Sometimes I do that. I don't watch. I don't read the book. I might do it afterwards, but I watch the show just for the show itself. I mean, I will go back to read the book. Okay, I'm going to get Yes, Tara, please talk. I'm not going to cut you off. Are you okay, having finished okay, ordering okay, your food? Okay. The six-piece nugget set. We're going to get an ice chocolate as well. So why can't I add it to the... <laughs> and a curry sauce top. And... Okay, okay. Oh, fuck. It's $15. What the fuck? This app is shit. Service fee seven forty. I'm gonna kill them seriously. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh my god! Tara's interested in her food this week. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I see kebab and fries on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, like... there, is, there is context, guys. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. There is context, people, because me and Tom, we were we were literally munching like <laughs> before the stream, guys. Before the stream, we were eating have some food. Yeah, um, so then <laughs> Tara kind of she got hungry herself. And now she's ordering food, so that's what's going on right now. Yeah. Absolutely normal. Um, this yeah. is just another normal day in this podcast. So anyway, back to Lock and Key season two. Yes, yes, yes. yes, um, yes, yes. The one thing that people complain about in season one is uh, they've dialed down the gore and the violence a bit. I think that's okay because it's a bit more Harry Potter. It's a bit more magical. That's, that's still okay. It's savage in the season. It's still, pretty, like, it's still like, savage, but it's yeah. down a bit. And it's not yeah, a, little, a, little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Because really, you want it to be more of a bigger hit. You need to kind of... It's not the boys. It's not um, Preacher. you kind of got to 
cut it a bit. You don't want to, you know what I mean? Doesn't it doesn't take away from the overall story though? Because it's still yeah. it's still really good. So it doesn't. Yeah, they don't really need all that anyway. But yeah, still really good. What's what's going on right now? <laughs> Out of interest, did any of you guys ever watch the original TV, Twilight Show TV series? The original one from the fifties no, and sixties. Right, the movies. Right? I think I did, but the thing is, I, I, did. Hard, hard I did. I watched all of it. What the TV show? Not the, the TV. Re- show. The remake or the original? Uh, I don't think it's a TV show. I only watched the movies. I didn't know it as a TV show. Oh no, the Twilight. You're thinking of the um. There's a film called um. Yeah, there's also a film called The Twilight Zone with Christopher Walken, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you meant Edward Cullen. <laughs> she's about the Twilight series. <laughs> I knew she's. I, I knew Tara was thinking that. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Are oh, you thinking of Twilight as in the Twilight movies? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Like fucking horror. vampires have no place in horror. <laughs> I would love to do a sequel. I would love to do a uh, Charm versus Twilight crossover so I can bomb nuclear what? bomb a lot. That's, that's not even fair. Charm always wins. Come on now. That's not even fair. Charm Just... wins. Come on now. No, they wouldn't. They all die. I, all I honestly fair. don't know who'd win that, Troy. Probably I'd be asleep. I'd my eyes out before I got to the end of the <laughs> <laughs> Cast my eyes out. My eyes, my eyes. It's like in that movie, the X-ray band, the extra eyes. My eyes, my eyes. <laughs> Tara, have you finished ordering your food yet? Oh no, the bitch restaurant just closed. <laughs> That's the punchline. The only one available has a seven dollar delivery fee, which is fuck. So. I should have asked that question at the end of the podcast. That would have been the greatest punchline ever to <laughs> retire if that had been the punchline. That would have been a good ending. But anyway, yeah, the Twilight Zone. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. 1950s and 60s show that was basically like a half-hour horror TV show. Yeah. Okay. And obviously for 50s and 60s standards, it wasn't very scary oh. particularly. Mm. And... It, and also not hugely PC, like turning out that the woman the guy was in love with was a man, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. But in the last five minutes, there's always a twist. But the the thing I love about it is it's stupid horror, but it was all written by Roald Dahl. So he was oh, the writer. Was it Roald Dahl? Roald Dahl was the writer of the TV show. So, that, so it's creative. Wow. Always. <laughs> oh, snap. I literally couldn't remember. Can't see it so long. That's why. Oh, snap. Yeah. But, look, but like I said, Roald Dahl is one of my favourite authors of all time. Like, yeah. the best kids' books ever. Mm. But, so, um, question. I was looking at a list of horror films, and somebody put Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. Hold on. Is that, the scene, is that because of the scene where he just goes mental and screams? It's a story. The boat. If you read the actual story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, that's, that's a horror right there. Yeah, true enough, but the film, you've got that one weird psychedelic boat moment, but other than that... Are you serious? Charlie in a chocolate... (laughs) She's searching it up right now, she's searching it. Well, well, the film was called Willy Wonka's, the one with Gene Gene Wilder. I mean, I I once saw one of those... uh, Willy is his point. Willy Wanker. Uh, I once saw one of those... um, Wonky Willy. (laughs) I saw one of those uh, conspiracy theory things. Yeah. That um, have you noticed how all of the different transports have exactly the right number of seats for the number of children left in that film? 
So there's a child disappears at every point and every time there are no seats left over on whatever transport they use next. Oh, so it's like you know, yeah. so somebody was like bloody sore knocking right. them off one by one and yes, you they're dying. Oh, yes, other people saying they were dying that, that movie they were dying. So, I am dying. I'm that is like sore levels of Yeah. It's fucking crazy and it's completely I'm yeah, sure that the, the, the filmmakers just didn't think of it. <laughs> I love it. No, they were just trying to make a good movie. And by the way, the Johnny Depp version is garbage. <laughs> it is closer to the book. No, yeah. it's, it's it awful. is awful. <clears throat> no, book wise, it's closer to the book. It's it's far truer to the book than um, yeah. William Wonka's Factory. Because Roald Dahl hated that film. But Gene Hackman is a much, much better director. Gene Wilder. Gene Hackman never played yeah. William Wonka. Fucking hell. Gene Wilder, thank you. <laughs> Gene Wilder is a much better actor than Johnny. I can only say one note character's Depp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't be knocking Johnny Depp. He's awesome. Nah, his acting style is Johnny Depp is a good actor. You Johnny Depp is a legend out here from the streets. I helped yeah. him find avocados and Saints waitress once, but you know it doesn't save him. Just say avocado. Oh my god. Have you, are you gonna why don't you eat your avocado if you're hungry? I can't, it's a soft toy. Just take the pip out and take its face off and just eat it. It's like eating your own pet if you realize that. Can you imagine eating your own pet? Oh god. We need to give him a name or her a name. Yeah. He has no name. It looks like a vagina, so we should give it a female name. Oh my god. How do you even know what genitals it has? It's got no genitals, so it's a woman. What am I doing? Have you ever looked at an avocado and thought it looked like a vagina? No. I have no idea. Yeah, just you, Ben. This episode is therapy. Already. Yeah, I tried yeah. to bring it back on track by talking about a TV show, but he's fucking exactly. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Have you seen Tom? Have you seen the Jonathan Peel remake? Is it any good? I have not because I'm, I'm not a fan of remaking shit. Uh, I, I saw one episode, I, I couldn't watch it, but I was like, mm, wasn't my cup of tea. It's a shame because it's Jonathan Peel and he's a pretty good director. And I thought, yeah, John, John Peel, man, John Peel. he's. The thing is, his stuff is good in small doses. Once he hits you with something, it's good in small doses. But in terms of like a TV show format, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's not that good. I mean, there are some film, there are some like films and TV shows I would like to see remade now, purely because they'd be better with what we've got now. But Twilight Zone, yeah, played on your fears and your emotions. You don't exactly. need, yeah extra things for that it's about what you see and what you don't it's as much about what scares you because you don't see it that's implied because they couldn't put it on screen that makes it scarier because your mind then does the work which makes things scary for you because you personalize that fear yeah and that's that so for me something like the twilight zone it doesn't need, you don't need to see the monster the monster is always scarier when you've yeah. got no flipping clue what it is yeah you know what i mean yeah, and I've, I've, even with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there were occasions where I thought if they left it till the very last few minutes before they showed the big evil in a particular episode, and that worked because you were going, "Oh my god, what the hell are they facing?" Yeah, all the way through an episode. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, that worked. Well, I mean, 
I've said this before. I'd love to see The Fugitive remade as a TV show now. Uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> what is your obsession with Gene Hackman? There is Gene Hackman. Let me just find Gene out. Gene Hackman from... is a, an, an actor from many films. The French Connection, uh, Enemy of oh, the State. Hey, that's yes. what he looks like. Okay, yeah, that's not Gene Hackman. And Gene Wilder is the guy from Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, and Willy Wonka. Yeah. Wonky Willy, we call him now. Wonky Willy. No, you he... might. I don't. No, I don't do that. No way. Oh, oh, but the future they've done today, I don't know how that's going to work today, though. I'm like, hmm. Why not? You've got people who do who go on the run. Uh, yeah, but it's just, I don't know. It's, just kind of... it's kind of hard to do it with technology today. You can't just go on the run. You can't... But you could just as easily set it in the years that it was set in the original, but just have better filmmaking techniques. Mm. So you could set it in the 60s or 70s or earlier so that you take away the amount of, like, CCTV and kind of stuff. There's nothing that stops you from making a period thing. I just think that that's a show that, although it was amazing the first time round, if you got the right actor and the right cast, would be freaking brilliant. That's that's, that's the thing, I, I don't, it depends on the, the actual network as well, because I, I don't know if you trust yeah, the writing. It depends on writing it. For me, if, if, if I see the person who's writing it is really good, then I'll, I'll give it a shot. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. You need, you need to have the right combination of things for it to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> it's true. I mean, I, I, I want to bring up... Uh, yes, Tara. I said spicy tuna spaghetti. <laughs> well, oh thank God. you for that hugely important <laughs> contribution. <laughs> She, at least she's contributing this time. <laughs> oh, Hold on. What's no. that? No. My joke always backfires on me when I oh, use my phone. Is Ben getting notes to say that his food's just arrived? Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is having food this week except for me. I've eaten already. I'm professional. Not going... It's <laughs> a microphone. This is why Tara makes her mind up. We've got some helpful music here. What's that? Sounds like the American national anthem, to be honest. Like, sounds like the music for Jeopardy. Jeopardy. The music for Jeopardy. We're just waiting for Tara to make a decision. Just listen to this charming melody. Okay, right. What's happening to this podcast this morning? (laughs) No, you can turn it off, really. I love it. Oh, are you done? Done, I'm done. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to drag it back to TV. Um, American Horror TV. American Horror Story um, is a show that we've talked about in the past. I've only done the first two seasons. American okay. Horror Story, yeah, that one's good, yeah. Do you know more about it, Ty? Do you want to talk about it? More? I've done the first two, The Asylum and The Horror House. I did the witches, but then I didn't get into it. I did well. I need to watch it again because, like, I kind of had lots going on at the time. Um, so I definitely want to watch Witches season three. Coven. Well, Coven. Yeah, Coven's my favorite. Oh yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Coven. Then aside. Charmed so much when Witches have done so much better in every other TV show. So I don't understand you. Anyway, talk to me about Coven, please. Okay, um, because you, Troy, you can throw your hands up in the air, yeah, but it's undeniable. And um, I also had another pick called The Forest of. Okay, instead of my name, I think I'd rather talk about um, The Forest of Love. Have you guys heard of it? I'm talking about the series, by the way, Final yeah. Cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Be like cat only. So, so which one do you want to talk about first? It's entirely your choice, Tyrone. COVID, not COVID. 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 The stage is all yours. You, 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 talk, you just go. You just go. Yeah. Mm. Anything to stop you talking about your, your lunch. Please. It's not lunch. It's, I don't know. It's 4 a.m. here. Anyway. Um, so I'm going to talk about okay, the Sephora of Love. And I'm actually going to zoom into the series. So the series is actually basically like um, based on the original movie itself. And why do I want to talk about this one because it's kind of related to my real life as well. When we have a bloody corn man in the picture. And um, th this show is actually based off a, it's a Japanese crime thriller. And mm -hmm. it's actually based off a, um, a bunch of serial killings in Kyushu, uh, yeah, Japan, from the mid 90s to the early 2000s. Yeah. So uh, there's this dude, he's a serial killer. Okay, so this movie is basically a bunch of uh, young, troubled people. And you kind of have to watch towards the end to figure out, like, who's the serial killer. And, of course, he's the most unexpected one. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of spoilers if I go through it. So, let me just go through the story one by one in my own words. So, once upon a time, there's a stupid motherfucker <clears throat> named Joe Murata. And he's a bloody con man. Why I hate him so much because it's so relatable to my real life of this dude that I used to work with, who I used to know. He cheated half of my sales money by falsifying invoices. He's actually liable for legal investigation, but unfortunately, you know, that didn't happen. But if he did that in a bigger setup or, you know, a larger scale, he would definitely go to Changi Prison. Okay, so. <clears throat> Yeah, and you know, if he ever listens to this, you know who you are. Yeah, and I still hate you. You owe me more than $20,000, by the way. Okay. <laughs> it's the Singapore version of Joe Murata, basically. So, okay, so Joe Murata, an ugly middle-aged uncle who thinks he's all that, yada, yada, all that. And he loves to con people. So he goes around Tokyo, like, conning all the women and making them fall in love with him. You know, just like this dude I used to know. And he actually carries a yearbook from a girl's school with numerous photos crossed out. Why? He stole that photo book from one of the girls that he tricked and he uses it to... Mm -hmm. You're talking about the show, your real life now. I'm talking about the show. Okay, good. Yeah, so basically he stole a photo book of a... It's a yearbook of a girl's school from a certain year. And sure. he's been crossing out pictures because he's actually been targeting victims. So um, in the story, it actually starts off with a blue-haired girl called Taigo. And okay. she has three friends. So there's Jay Fukami and Shin. These three, they are movie fanatics. So she yeah. starts off a small company. And those three actually work under her to make more B-grade videos because they're not very rich. They don't have the right equipment too. So, um, okay. So, um, Jay says he wants to make movies and explore all the criminal behavior. And Shin is a nerdy virgin who, yeah, he's actually a nerdy virgin. And he's from a countryside nerdy and just... Virgin, that's the name of this podcast this week. Nerdy virgin. <laughs> Well, I'm not really sure if he's a virgin, though, so... Ah, um, <laughs> anyone order a takeaway of a nerdy virgin? There's your title. 
okay. So uh due to so that girl Taiko, she's actually one of the, the best characters in the show, but unfortunately she's a bit promiscuous, a slut, because actually she's gay, but her the love of her life died in school. So that's why she doesn't like any men. So yeah, she doesn't feel any meaning in life. That's how she becomes a slut. So she's promiscuous. So Jay takes Shin to meet her to lose his virginity, but she refuses and introduces her to her high school classmate, Mitsuko, who's also a very like, you know, a nerdy girl and uh, a shut in, you know, she's she has really strict and controlling parents. So, um, so actually, um, Mitsuko claims she's a virgin but later on the show, she's actually not. But she isn't interested in Shin. So um, they actually go to her house to visit her. And then, um, so actually, when Mitsuko and Taiko were in school, they worked on a play for Romeo and Juliet, which they actually felt for the same girl, Eiko, who was playing Romeo. It was an all-girls school. So the girl who played Romeo actually died in a car accident. And that's when some of the other girls decided to jump off the building out of... I don't know, stupidity, but um, two of them actually survived, which was Taiko and Mitsuko. And yeah, two of them actually survived. So uh, in the present day, um, Mitsuko actually receives a call from the con man Murada, who was like, yo, you let me 50 yen, 50 fucking yen years ago, and I want to return it to you. How romantic. Dude, do you ever remember who you lent 50 fucking yen like years ago? Okay, how much is 50 yen in British pounds? I don't know, but this sounds more like your life than a TV show yeah, review. Okay, okay, so this like is... really <laughs> personal. It kind of does. Not really? Okay, so... um, Okay, I presume it's like 50 cents here. Okay, so maybe like 25 pence? Yeah, like what the fuck? Okay, so, uh, so the con man actually claims he's successful and wants to return the money. So he asked Mitsuko, the nerdy girl, to meet him at a park. So where Conman Murata arrives in a sports car and expresses his attraction to her and he tries to woo her with nonsense. So uh so Shinji and Fukami were actually like you know randomly recording everything on the streets. So uh they actually crash Taiko's house and say, Yo, yo, we need to use your TV, we want to play our video. So the four of them actually watch it together. And then Taiko says, like, hey, I know that con man. Yeah, please listen closely. So years ago, actually, that con man wanted to marry Taiko's sister. And uh, so that con man actually slept with her entire family. And <clears throat> so the three guys said, okay. Because at the same time, there were a bunch of serial killings actually going on in the woods nearby. So bear in mind, the location in this film is changed to Tokyo, not Kyushu. I believe around Kanto area. Yeah. So um, at the same time, there were a bunch of serial killings actually going around. And the three men actually suspected the con man Murata to be the serial killer and saying that he has all the characteristics of a serial killer. So then they actually proceed to make a video of themselves. I mean, mocking him, like his life and everything. And literally they were mocking him. Yeah. And one day, um, Taiko actually wants to stop the con man from you know, uh, marrying Mitsuko. So she goes to meet him in person and tries to stop him. And then stupid con man be like, yo, bring your friends, man. We're going to meet at this izakaya. Like, okay, so not exactly izakaya, but so they went to this restaurant. And uh, somehow, rather, this is the awkward party where uh, Mitsuko is like, you know, completely in love with the con man. And the the rest are like showing, you know, these kind of faces like, because Shin kept trying to talk her out of it. Like, 
you know, this guy is shit, yo. All he does is con people. He's the murderer in the news, like the one on you're trying to look for, actually. And just imagine an awkward party, like you don't even want to be there, and it's a baboon babbling nonsense. And the three guys are like, Oh, what the fuck am I even here? So, but in the weird part is the three guys actually get worn over by the con man who um, lies to them that, Yeah, I can give you some funds to, you know, make your independent film. So the next day they go to the bank, and the bank refused to lend him money because he's in a lot of debt, where he actually acts like a, a monkey and he trashes the bank everywhere. He literally yeah. trashes the bank and the police come. So the rest of the film production crew say, this guy's a comment. He doesn't even have money or anything. So yeah. we're leaving. They did the smartest thing to walk away. So Taiko said, like, if you want to walk away now, you can go ahead. But she stayed back literally with the rest. I believe she actually stayed back to protect him, protect them, the rest of them. That's what I actually like about her. Yeah. So um, while doing this filming project, the con man Rata actually takes the firm cruelty to a whole new level. So he brings them to a secluded place and makes them and literally like, you know, abuses them and all that actually makes them think that he's the serial killer. And at the same time, they're trying to find the killer as well. And um, so um, one of the guys, Fukami, actually walks away. And the others, uh, well, yeah, they have to deal with it. So basically, this is really disgusting when the con man and Mitsuko start having sex right in front of the other people. I don't what? know. Yeah, it's actually a really dark kind of film, but it's so relatable to real life in a way. I don't have to watch this now because Tara told me the whole plot. This is awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah, like he literally has sex while Taiko and Jay are there. So Taiko and Jay are like, what the fuck? But why are you having sex in front of us? There's a room, right, in this house. Okay, so um, after that, um, so Jay actually comes to his senses and he really wants out of this production. So uh, he and he tries to run away, but he's not successful. The Murata catches him and uh, Jay's like, I'm sorry, I need to use the loo. So he drags Shin to the loo where he has a one-on-one talk with him and says, Shane, this is too far. I thought you were like a nerdy virgin and, you know, you're a good boy. Why do you agree with everything the con man says? And Shane was like, it's actually fun. And Jay is like, doing illegal things in a movie for a movie, it's okay, but doing it in real life is not fun, which is what the guy is doing. And yeah. he tried to talk him out of it. And Taiko at the same time tries to talk Mitsuko out of it in the ladies' toilet. But apparently Mitsuko fucked the con man too much and she is pregnant with his child, which is, okay, gross. So, uh... Jay actually really wants out of the show. So um, Murata actually takes them to a secluded country house in Nagano, a prefecture up north in Japan, a more countryside prefecture. And um, <clears throat> so Jay actually attempts to escape, but uh, he actually found... Okay, he actually found Shin whispering to the con man that you know Jay wants out. So Jay thought like by dying in the movie, he can make his... In, he can literally leave. So he actually asked to, you know, have a death scene for his character. So how they record the movie is stupidly cheap. They have some stupid video camera just to record. And it's literally like the Blair Witch Project or even worse. Yeah. So um, Jay asks request for a death scene. But he doesn't know that the con man instructs Mitsuko to, and Shin to kill him. Literally kill him. So he actually dies for real. And then the con man was like telling them how to like disassemble the body. He's like, yeah, cut the body up, take the bones, like grind it, stick it in miso paste, and yeah. 
So the next scenes are actually pretty gory, where they literally chop up the entire guy. His bones, they grind it and everything, and yeah, they put it in miso paste and they try to. It's just, it's just really disgusting. The next scenes, and you can see that Taiko is clearly really upset because her friends were dragged into this. So uh, <clears throat> she and Shin actually go out to the lake on a boat to dispose the rest of the body into the lake. And uh, while Shin isn't watching, Taiko jumps into the lake, and she actually swims to the shore to try to escape. But she couldn't get far because she was actually crippled due to that incident where she survived jumping off the building, but one of her legs was twisted, so she can't walk or run properly. She was a cripple, so she couldn't really get up and escape in time, but she actually gets shot by the killer in the woods. So Shin actually returns to Mitsuko and Conman Murata and be like, yo, Taiko tried to escape, but I already warned her, but you know, I believe she's dead. I heard a gunshot in the woods. So yeah, she can't go to the police or anything, which I believe she wanted to actually, because she couldn't take it anymore. So, um, okay. So stupid Conman Murata is like, oh, yo, but this show must actually go on, yo. So they go to Mitsuko's home where... Uh, Conman Murata uses Mitsuko's involvement in Jay's death to blackmail her parents because her dad was abusive and her mother is a bloody narcissist. So uh, he tells them to, to act in their movie. He blackmails them somehow. And the next scenes are extremely stupid. Like, just imagine a traditional Japanese house with the low table and the paper doors and everything with two middle-aged people dressed in punk outfits and shouting in Japan English, Yo, I am bitch. I am too young to die. It was okay. It was fucking funny. Okay, I laughed nonstop. Like okay, so um, and her sister's name is Ami, who also falls in love with the con man, and enjoys torturing her parents as well. So um, one day, okay, this is gross, but I don't know how they, you know, the con man has sex with all the girls in the open in public. So um. So actually, so the next day, Shin decided in the movie, tomorrow will be Mitsuko's death scene. So uh, Mitsuko and her sister Ami goes shopping for a dress where uh, Mitsuko actually tries to escape. Literally, when the train stops at the station, she actually runs for it and gets into a taxi. And she bloody fucking forgets to lock the door. I don't understand how. And the sister just opens the door and drags her out. She's taken back to the house and beaten with electronic rods. The injuries were so bad, she has a miscarriage and is hospitalized. And the doctor at the hospital actually questions, like, I see signs of abuse and all. This is not normal. You say she, yeah, fell or something, but it looks like someone inflicted the damage and everything on her. And uh, Murata and Ami, the con man and Ami, her sister, try to, like, deflect. I think it was Shin, yeah, who, who tried to deflect the reasons and all. But the doctor stupidly believed it. But, you know, if this were the real world, they would have done a thorough investigation. Because the medical forensics are not wrong. I mean, those were back in the 90s, though. They couldn't tell. But right now, they can. Right. So, um, okay. So, actually, um, okay. And what, someone actually comes to the house. And I don't know what happened. And they find that uh, Mitsuko's parents are actually dead. They killed themselves. I don't know how. And the father and the mom hung themselves. Oh, no, the dad hung himself and the mom was stabbed. And um, so Ami actually returns home to find that, um, you know, uh, the con man and Shin have dismembered someone else in the house. And she decapitates her father and discovers her mother is still alive. And But she kills her mother. 
Okay, so uh, the con man, Shin and Ami, take Mitsuko to a forest where she agrees to be killed. She explains that uh, she... And this is the plot twist, the entire plot twist of the story. So when they go to the forest, uh, before Mitsuko dies, she actually takes out a letter and says she wants to read her final confession. So she actually did. <clears throat> yeah, she actually did. So she actually explained her life story. She said to Conman Murata, I know you were a conman the minute that you picked up the phone and tried to talk to me, but I actually used you to kill my entire family because I hated them and kill Taiko because I've always hated her. She stole the love of my life in high school. And she also admitted that she she's not a virgin and has been actually sleeping around like everyone thought she has to. And at the end, she actually said, okay, can you guess who's the serial killer among everyone? I don't know. Yep, it's the nerdy virgin guy. <laughs> I knew where you go with that time, I knew. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she said to Shin, Shin, I knew you were a killer. I just used you actually to kill my sister, my parents, and Taiko. I knew it, everything. Yeah, so it turns out that Shin really is the killer. He pretended to be an innocent, nerdy virgin. So that, you know, he enjoyed killing, actually, he's a psychopath. So, yeah, this is the, the plot twist. So he actually gets crazy in the end, and he admits, I'm the killer in the news, the serial killer that everyone has been looking for. And I do this for fun, I just do it for what I like for fun. And he actually shoots Ami and Mitsuko. And then... Um, yeah, but is this film still going on? It's almost done, it's almost done. So, um, <coughs> sorry, the conman Murata somehow escapes and he runs out of the woods and um, he actually escapes and he flags down a car and there's another girl in the car and uh, he actually gets into the car and he asks her where is she heading and she says hell. So I believe he could be a Grim Reaper or something that takes him away because honestly that guy deserves to die. So, um, Okay, then it, the movie actually ends when there's a car that's, you know, broken down in the woods and Shin is there, the serial killer. So he actually gets into a woman's car and they leave. So, yeah, that's the end of the story. So uh, in real life, actually, the murderer was actually caught in 2002 and sentenced to life in imprisonment. Yeah, so the, the real killer's name is actually Futoshi Matsunaga. Yes, he's, I do, do believe he's in his prison sentence. So, oh God, he's 60. Yeah, so yeah, that's actually the end of the show. Okay. Mm, yeah, but this, yeah. Yeah, but um, the real story is actually different from the rest because I believe I've actually uh, went through this story before of Otoshi Matsunaga and his accomplice. He had two accomplices. So the real story is slightly different, but I can see the similarities in the con man, the bullshit and everything. So we're not going to go into that. It's another long story. Yep. And he kills an entire family as well. One of the ladies' family, just like the movie. And yeah, so I definitely, it's a really dark show and all, but you know, I definitely recommend this show because it's so impactful. Somehow some things are so relatable to real life. Okay, that's the end. Very Halloween-y. Okay. Yeah.
but I don't have to watch it now because you described <laughs> the whole show. I wrote a lot about it on my con on the content creation side, so it's yes, a lot. It's just really deep. Just pretty much a lot to write about it. Well, thank you for giving us the title. So I've now called this episode. Can I order a takeaway of nerdy version to go through? <laughs> Congratulations. We're not beating that for this week. Yeah, can't beat that. No, that's it. That's got to be a title now. Um. So yeah, I um I want to. I just wanted to like I all I that was epic because all I asked you was how was American Horror Story COVID. <laughs> I mean, it's great that you spoke to me about that, but like, I, like, I, I really, really would like your review. Well, I love the way Tara just took it away. Tara's just like, nah, we talk about this, mate. Tara's derailed. This entire episode is up in the air today, so interesting. Um, Tara, about Coven, American Horror Story Season 3. Mm -hmm. What do you think of it? Coven. I like it very much. You know, one of the main reasons was because it's actually set in New Orleans. That's one of my most favorite places. Yeah, New Orleans is a great show. Yeah, I like New Orleans. The team's actually very nice because uh, personally, I'm actually a fan of like um, the originals, the spin-off from the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, so, very good show, by the way. Yes, yeah. So I love New Orleans, like the culture there. Like, you know, there's a mixture of like um, the old culture, vampires, witches, and voodoo. Yeah, it actually brings out <laughs> all those stuff. And I actually like Cohen a lot. Actually, it's my favorite season of AHS, to be honest. That's one. That's one by far. Yeah. Asylum is my favorite so far. But oh, really I, I thought it grows when they like amputated the girl, like the prostitute. Yeah. Oh, it does. <laughs> I, I have a confession. I vomited at Asylum, actually. You know what? Asylum, it's like this. Asylum was literally my first for so long. And then I was like, I watched it again because my little sister was watching it. And I was like, Mm, Coven just, just took it over again. Does it mean well, the rest of them are pretty crap? No, not that. I like Roanoke as well. Murder House. Oh, I can't stand Roanoke. Roanoke is boring to me. It's boring. Really? Murder House was a bit up and down in tone for me. It was a bit too yeah. comedic. Yeah. Uh, especially the Roanoke, when the Asian people were outside burning their offerings to the ancestors to protect them from the colony. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I think covers number one for me. Then I like the clips as well. Okay, yeah, Tom, what do you think of American Horror Story if you were around? I like it, it's quite nice. Wow, it's a it seems like a varied show. It's just, um, I just kind of I don't know why I stopped watching it, it's just. I watched two seasons in a row and then I thought, right, I can come back to this one later because, you know, it changes the style up each season, which is refreshing. And um, I never came back to it. And I really should get back to American Horror Story because I hear it's I mean, pretty I, good mostly. Yeah, I actually never watched the uh, Circus one, the, the one with the, the girl. Pre show, pre show, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch pre show. I didn't watch it to the end. Yeah. The problem with American Horror Story is the teasers are always much more scary than the actual show. Yeah, that's I might go back and watch them because I'm, I'm doing a rerun, but couldn't finish them. Couldn't finish them with Freak Show and Roanoke completion. That's not a good time. Yeah, I couldn't do it. And again, you know, you're a charm fan, so I have to take everything you say. Oh, hey, no, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't, 
Go Tom, are you around, sir? Yeah. What do you think of American Horror Story, sir? I watched the first season. I haven't watched the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas is like, nah, Mel. Thomas out. Nothing wrong with it. I just, it didn't, there were other shows on at the time, and so I'll get around to watching the rest of them at some point, but it wasn't just, it just wasn't high on my list of things to watch. Okay. I, I mean, I mean, I can bring up Marianne again from Netflix, which I rewatched last week. Um, you may remember it's the French one with the mm-hmm. woman that goes back to her hometown, yeah. and it doesn't. It ends really weirdly. There's a cliffhanger which never got resolved into season two. Uh, very weird, very French, very creepy. Um. It's about an alcoholic author who talks about her her past and it comes into real life again. And it's really good, really deep, quite French. Difficult, difficult to watch sometimes, but um, the main character is just a crazy bitch. And that's why it's brilliant. She's a not an easy likable character. They're my favourite type of characters because they're unpredictable. Um Go watch that, or three, you might be annoyed at the fact that there's obviously a season two that never came. Um, but that, that that's, that's kind of creepy, unlike American Horror Story, it actually is a creepy show. And I have said it before that it deserves a second season, which it won't get. Yeah, you know, in the same vein of American Horror Story, there's another good show. I don't know if you guys have seen it, it's called Channel Zero. Shadow Zero. Channel, Channel Zero. Channel Zero. Channel Zero. It's no. uh, like an anthology type. It's really good. Really good show. About? I haven't seen it. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's, it literally varies. We've got um, a, um, one of the seasons was about a the two fairy, like their own version of the two fairy, where this literally this, this small uh, being is literally covered in tooth. Literally just kid. I was like, it's 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 lit. Was like, that's that's my favorite season. But a lot of different stories in there. A lot of different stories. It's literally. So it's almost like a Twilight Zone type of thing going on with that show as well, which is really good. You like it. If you're into Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, that kind of thing, you like it. Love that. Tom, what do you want to talk about? Hmm. Okay. Well, about American Horror Story? Anything. Anything, anything. anything. Sabrina? Uh, oh, we, we already covered Sabrina the other day. Like. Okay. Well, we've got Juon Origins, which I will remind you is a OK TV spin-off of Juon, the film. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. I still have to It wasn't great. It was a bit convoluted. Didn't really explain what the grand, what the Juon bit was. And if, like I said, if you're expecting the original two ghosts, they don't turn up. It's just the grunge. The grunge, what keeps people tethered to this planet when they die. Pretty good. I might go rewatch it now. I think if I watch it, I'll be a bit more happier. Yeah. Cause you know, my expectations were the the boy and woman, and they didn't turn up. I think if I go back and rewatch it and reevaluate it, I'd be actually quite impressed by it. Yeah, yeah. Origins didn't get a second season. Couldn't have done really well. Tom, would you like to talk about anything? Nah, man, I already spoke about Twilight Zone. 
Yeah, he's going to put his toilet solving. <laughs> he's getting his toilet solving. What about you, Tart? To Tart, Troy? Troy? <laughs> to Tart. Well, I kind of talked about lock and key. That was kind of my thing, really. But, uh, okay. The Purge? Is the Purge? That... Oh, the Purge or the TV show? You're talking about the TV show? Mm. Yeah, you've spoken about this before, Troy. Yeah, you've spoken about the yeah, Purge before, yeah. So, uh, TV show kind of got stopped, cancelled, and I was like, okay, it's just getting good, man. I kind of like the TV show a bit. I know a lot of people didn't like it. TV show, but I liked it, man. It was a good show. Different, different sides of the purge, different places in the world, and the, about the purge and TV show. Um, the latest movie. I don't know if you guys seen the latest movie, purge movie. Have you seen the latest one? I think I'm a bit bored of the purge now. Yeah, I think I think it's supposed to be called the, the was it the, the Forever Purge or something like that. That's what they call the the latest one. I wish it um, was the Forever Purge and that yeah, they were making them. It was kind of like SJW. A lot, a lot of crap was in there, and I was like, I love the purge. I don't know why. Yeah, I've always been a fan of the purge. I, just, I love the concept. I just love the whole concept of the purge. But um, after a while, just this latest one, really good. Way they've shot it. Similar to the solid. But um, the actual plot was just like, eh, eh. Plot wise. Because they actually try to try cross the border. Because apparently the purge is all time now. There's no limits now in the, in the latest one. At some point, they kind of break the limits of the purge. And everyone's literally killing each other in America, and they're all trying to cross the border to Mexico. Because Mexico. That sounds really yeah. stupid. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it just breaks out all that war in America at this point. So that's the whole point, trying to cross the border to Mexico. That's the whole point in the movie. And it's obviously got the Ameri- American Mexico Mexico type of thing going on, the kind of war between them kind of um, countries. So got that kind of thing going on right there. So you got that intertwined in the story. Just hit and miss. Other than that, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. There's too much um, social commentary in that movie for me to kind of properly enjoy it. Okay. Um, are you afraid of the dark? Do you guys remember this Ooh, one? I remember that. Do you want to talk about that? To explain what it's about? Anyone? Um, it's really, I usually remember all the details. So. Which, which one are you talking about? The original or the remake? The original. Fuck the remake. <laughs> Um, yeah, the visuals are flipping awesome, man. See around the campfire, telling the stories. Ah, uh, yeah, it's like the dark. I love that. Best goosebumps in every sudden way. Oh, oh, hot take. Hot Not take. hot take. Not hot, hot take. take. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> Easy lemon squeezy. Hot take. Tom, Tom, like an avocado. Are you with it? Hot take. Tom? Tom, For memories, this is my Halloween. <laughs> Tom is not taking <laughs> pictures of herself. Okay. No, I, I'm thinking of this podcast. You're still, you're, still, you're still with us. Tom? This is my Halloween <laughs> celebration. Oh, I say because um, Ben was talking about goosebumps and I afraid the dark. So, yeah. what's, what's your take? Yeah, I enjoyed Goosebumps. I loved I Afraid of the Dark, especially coming home as a kid. But Goosebumps yeah. was mine, yeah. Goosebumps is mine. But like, yeah. I'd, I'd still stand by, Rand the Twist beats all of them to shit. <laughs> Rand the Twist! Um, there true. was one show about the horror Tom camp. Is I can't is mine. Tom. Well, there was just really one show about the horror camp. Like, um, I think it was Nickelodeon. I, I couldn't remember the name. Like, 
Ewe Indiana used to be quite good as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Very underrated. That was very underrated, that show. Yeah. Yeah, this horror camp thingy. I'm actually looking for it. Oh, is this Scaredy Camp? I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Scaredy Camp. Yes, I do remember there was one show, Nickelodeon. It was about the, you know, a few people at the camp. And um, one of the girls actually had to go into this shed at midnight and look for something. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, it's Scaredy Camp. That just sounds dodgy. <laughs> yeah, just go into this hut at midnight and look for something. <laughs> it, is so it was so pretty weird. creepy. It was pretty creepy, actually, because the story goes like this. Uh, I know it's pretty cheesy and corny, so back then we thought it was scary because I was, I was a kid. So um, there's this camp, and uh, one of the girl counsellors fell in love with another male counsellor. And I don't know what, one day she was actually cutting vegetables with a cleaver, and she accidentally chops off her hand. Then I'm like, how is that even possible? Seriously, actually, it's not really possible. So, um, and then she has to wear a hook, but I'm sure that's a prosthetic hand, right? You don't need to wear a hook, right? Necessarily. Yeah. So, um, and then after that, I don't know what happens. She becomes a ghost. So, uh, one of the kids actually has to go into this shed at midnight and find the hook or something that was her hand. And it's pretty creepy because they actually play like the ghost whispering the girl's name on recording. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just imagine like you know, that actually like happened to you or something. It's raining. Yeah. That happened to you or something. Sorry. I think of the horror shows you used to watch because um Did anyone well, watch Castle Rock? Yes, Castle Rock. Yeah, because we me and Tom had discussion about it, remember? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You said it got cancelled. Yeah, I know. I was, oh. I was sad. I was sad. I, was like, I wanted to kind of branch out into what they were kind of going with the law. They could have done more with it. Yeah. They could have done way, way more than what they did. It's thing. the fact that they bullshit to say, oh no, we always intended it to be two seasons. Nah. Lies. No, 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 Lies. There are so many Lies. other characters you would have put in it if you'd intended it to only be two seasons. It Lies. would have appeared in there somewhere without a shadow <laughs> of a doubt. Um, yeah, loads of characters would have appeared if they had planned to do two seasons. They were leaving some major characters for another season. Yeah. But yeah, the stuff they did with um with Annie Wilkes was flipping awesome. I loved it. But that was solid. Oh, that. Yeah. Made amazing acting, amazing performance, and set up why Misery, the book had, or film, whichever way you look at it, yeah. was very, very well done. Yeah, good time. I love this. They, they, did, they didn't do enough with that, like the angel character in the second season. Mm. It was you know, weird. I was like, it was just, it just, it was just like, I don't know what the heck they were doing. I don't... Oh, I don't and then it turned out to be what's his face again? Oh, yeah. Same, um, Scarlet Scar- 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 Yeah. Who obviously also in the film It played It. Exactly. So... <laughs> and it, t- it kind of ties in because um, the actual Pennywise character, yeah, the deadlights and all that stuff, the little different dimensions. Mm. Like in, in the books, so it make kind of ties it with all these different characters that he's playing. Yeah, the Dark Man, the, the Pennywise, all these kind of characters that he's doing. The, the Red, was it the Red Red Man or something? Like that. Um, different different storylines in the books, but yeah. Like, power. Yeah, but no, it's, I, I I don't believe that it was only supposed to be two seasons. There's no way. There's no way in heck they were waiting up for two seasons. There's no way. No way. Someone told me that. I said you're lying. Yeah, I ain't believe you, mate. I don't believe you. Yeah. 
It's just <laughs> like I say, there's too many good Stephen King characters that were never used. Yeah. But, but, but you know what they were trying to do? They were trying to do like a once upon a time where they're going to do each season, like put characters from the books and shove them in there. And yeah. Do, do an overarching villain at some it's point. It's kind of, almost like creating origin stories for yeah, all of that's what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Each, each like villain that they created or character they created. That's what they're, that's what they're going to do each season. But I don't understand why it got cancelled. I mean, yeah, like I said, when we spoke about it before, I said the first season was a bit slow. Yeah. I mean, but not it that. got advertised quite heavily. It got put on the side of a bus in London, for God's sake. Look, it got good. And the thing is, it was putting in good numbers. It just got cancelled out of nowhere. It was weird. Yeah. Because America weird. and their ridiculous rating system that you must have a hell of a lot of viewers to keep going. It's ridiculous. You know, so there's every possibility that there was some kind of dispute with Stephen King because he could be quite hard to do deals with. So, well, he's always writing 16 books a year, that man. He's got a lot on. He ain't got time for... He hasn't written any good ones for a while, though. Oof. <laughs> um, there's also Lovecraft. Sorry, it's true. <laughs> there's also Lovecraft Country, if anyone's watched that. Oh, I never got to finish it, though. I saw some of it, half of it, but I never got to watch the rest of it. Uh, it doesn't sound good if you just dropped it. I just, I just dropped it. I just watched it. I can't remember I was even watching it at the time. I just dropped it because I was fed out of it. <sighs> it's, it's, just too, it's too much for me, man, at times. I was like, what are you doing? But um, it's a good show for um, what they were setting up, but at the same time, just the, the Lovecraft side of it, just, I didn't click with me. I just didn't click. It just didn't click. I was watching it, but I was just like, nah. Mm. Please, come and finish it. I'll go back at some point, but right now, no, nah, I've got too many sort of good shows to watch right now, to be honest. Okay. What, what, what do you think of Love Country? What do you think of it? Mm, I watched a bit of it. Yeah. But I kind of... Unlike Castle Rock, it didn't keep me around for long. Castle Rock managed to keep keep me interested, because I'm a Stephen King freak. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Stephen King's movies are all pretty good, most of them. Like, you know, Pet Cemetery is most probably one of my favourite horror movies of all time. The remake I'm and the never original. a fan of Pet Cemetery. I like I like how creepy it is. Um, oh, Pet Cemetery, yeah, I remember. It, it the the current it, the last it, not the Tim Curry version, which is badly acted. The current it is really The Tim Curry version is fucking awesome. Don't you <laughs> Have you seen the acting? I, lo- I love the original one, Pennywise. The Tim yeah. Curry version is fucking awesome. Tim Don't Curry, you dare. Tim Curry. Oh, sure. Like the acting from the other people. When's the last time you watched it? About a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. Tim Curry is fucking awesome in that. Not yeah. saying Tim Curry's the problem. It's everyone else around him that can't act. Brings it down big time. Speaking of, speaking of Tim Curry, anyone seen the movie Legend? No. no. Oh, Don't my God. You got Oh my god. G-Market. Especially you, Tom. You let me down, Tom. I've seen it. Yo, yo, yo. Why'd you say yeah? I thought you were the idiot. I said, yeah, it was Ben who said no. I'm simply going to say Tim Curry. Is a flipping amazing actor who never got anywhere near the credit he deserved. No, yeah, he played different so characters everywhere. He played so many different things. He is a fantastic actor. 
You look at it. It's genuinely terrifying. He's as the clown. He's good he's as Pennywise, but the people oh, acting in that film cannot act. First, bringing it down a lot. Anyway, <laughs> you go. You look at the Rocky Horror Show, playing Frankenfurter. Fucking brilliant performance again. Everything is in. Touch his gold. Everything in. Clue. Oh, he's yeah. Clue. <laughs> Clue. He's the best thing in Clue. Jesus oh, Christ. Incredible. That's a great Which movie. A lot because Clue is just hilarious at everything. <laughs> Clue. I forgot what we all might do. But him doing the explanations at the end where he's running around, he's doing, oh, makes me happy. Makes me very happy. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was literally, I literally, as a kid, I was literally terrified of flipping Tim Curry and flipping um, and Legend, the flipping, flipping um, <laughs> I was flipping shook. This guy was like, yes. It is good, yeah. I mean, I I was lucky enough to see him in uh, Spamalot in the West End a few oh, years yeah. back, playing King Arthur. Fucking brilliant. This <laughs> guy's <laughs> incredible. It's that incredible. laugh. It's that dirty laugh he's got. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh is incredible. That laugh is incredible. Every he's in there has that laugh. That, he's laughing. Oh, it's trademarks. Trademark. Every he's in. Every horror movie he's in. So good. So good. Oh my gosh! That devil was the most iconic. Tim Curry's a legend. Any film that he's in is made good by the fact he's in it. So, <laughs> Clue, Clue is one of the. I watched that this year for the first time because um, I love Cluedo, and I didn't know it was a film. They're remaking it. it. Oh god, it was shit. But like, um, now the cast I, looks quite awesome actually. But <laughs> I love, I love the. Um, I do love the, the the weirdness of it, and like they do three different endings. Well, do you know why they do that? Because there was a different ending for every cinema. Or... Yeah, so different That's cinemas right. had different. End- in fact, different screenings in the same cinema had different That's endings. Insane. That's great. So that two people that could go the same. Thing. Just the thought of that. Just the thought of that is amazing. Come on now. Tim Curry is absolutely gorgeous in that film. He's amazing. Gorgeous. Tim Curry is one of the most underrated actors of his generation. And he plays a great bad guy. And it's just because it's because he did things like the Rocky Horror Show that people just assume that he's a weird performer. He's not. He's a fucking brilliant performer. Tim Curry does look like a panty sniffer though. So he's added to the list of panty sniffers. <laughs> Not having this from the nostrils, baby. The nostrils. Not look like a panty no. sniffer. No, don't do that to Tim Curry, please. No. This coming from the man who's currently wearing paedophile sheep. <laughs> what? Paedophile sheep. Tommy, you think it's like super funny? Oh God. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Troy. Troy's <laughs> gone. <laughs> this podcast has been an emotional journey. <laughs> if I'm checking a yo, that AKB joke keeps coming back to bite me in the ass, doesn't it? Oh, what AKB joke? I just oh. said I checked the ages, they're all legal, and these guys have not let me forget that. Even oh. if I'm not a Peter Bar, but yeah, we're just <laughs> Down that shitty joke, bro. It's fine. Are you okay? It just came out of nowhere. I was like, what the heck? Oh, well.
it's fine. Anyway, being a paedophile is not fine, but I'm not a paedophile, but it's okay. Uh, it's uh, not. Yes, Square Eyes yeah. would like to emphasize that Ben Gilman is not actually a paedophile. No, okay. he's not. It's not okay to be a paedophile. I'm going to also say that. That's what I mean. It's okay. I don't get offended by the joke because I know it's not real. That's what I mean. It's okay for. I want to make that clear too. Ben Squire syndrome would also like to know that Ben Gilman does not believe Peter Fox is okay as well. That is a statement. Right. Guys. Yeah, it's not okay. Once to be the opinions of Ben Gilman are the same as the rest of Square Eyes. Yeah, yes. Jesus. Oh my God. Tom, don't, Tom, give me some warning next time, bro. Flip it. Give me some warning before we go. Sorry. <laughs> no, before we go, I just want to know did your, did your order of food come? Oh no, I'm not. I don't think I'll be ordering. The only thing available is the tuna pasta, and that's like expensive. The delivery fee isn't cheap either, so. Closure. Yeah. Closure, that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not a kid, people, listeners, it's not okay to be a penis doll. Neither is it okay. We're still going down this rabbit hole. No, listen to me. Neither oh is it God. okay to be a turd and stick your dick in random women, okay? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I'm just being savage. Like, oh my oh. God, did you know I'm a savage? <laughs> yeah. you know. oh, I can't recover. Oh my god. Ben, just end it, please, for the love of God, just end it. <laughs> so, you got anything else you would like to tell the people about sex education? Sex education. Nah. I'm gonna Get, this lady, just don't do it with a turd, okay? <laughs> oh. I wonder who she's talking about this time. Right. <laughs> quickly before before we're here until midnight um i just wanted to say we do apologize house of animation will be back the week after next we've had a slight break um find an email well the episode we did do did not work and then we decided hey we'll take a two-week break so it'll be back the week after um we do apologize but hey we've done pretty well so far um uh Trey Tara, where can they find you on the internet? Come to oh Troy, okay. Yeah, so people I'm gonna do the usual. So if you like K pop, Monster X, Asian Beefcake, Buff Asian Men, please check out my channel below. It's called Chloe's channel, by the way. What are you Ooh. doing, Ben? I'm trying to do what Troy can do, but I can't do it. You like <laughs> I'm just doing literally you like <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Oh, the Asian beef case. Yes. Yes. Hey, they're all gonna go there just for that. The people are gonna go there just for that with Asian beef case. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know. You know. Just. Just. Me. And if they want to hear you talk about um, someone talk about wanky night night wish reviews, oh, where can they go? Oh, listen to this disrespect. Oh, Let me evolve. I know two big wanker oh, turtles. Are they night wish fans, Tara? Are they Tara? Are they night wish fans? No, they don't even know what Nightwish is. They oh. like, you know what they like? They like uh, fucking in the bushes unnecessarily. Oh, what so, the hell? <laughs> How do you know this? Oh, oh okay. I told you, I know two Joe Moratas in real life. That, why? 
Anyways, this is the ball 101 pop culture night with Tara. Close your mouth, it's very suggestive. Please. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. 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 Where can we find you if you want to hear your opinion on oh. Nightwish and other things from wrestling? Oh, yeah. Um, I said it earlier on, but I'll say it again. Uh, Legend of Hall 101. You're going to fuck you. Pop culture, TV show review, movie reviews, uh, Nightwish reactions. Hey, just, hey, I'm going to do some other um, rock music on there at some point coming up as well after the picture of Nightwish. So, yeah. I think Nickel Park might be next. So, yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I've activated a joke. Hold on a minute. Bunch of bands that Troy can talk about that is better than Nightwish. All, all of them. 36 Crazy Fists. All that remains. Armin Ardeff. Iron Maiden. Arch Enemy. Metallica. Architects. As I Lay Dying. August Burns Red. Bandmade. I could yeah, go on. I, mean, that, that list. I, I yeah, could go I mean, on. Slayer. All I give you is probably Iron Maiden. Slow down. Maybe Metallica. Megadeth. Megadeth, hell no. Yeah, I know that. Now, Napalm Death. Napalm Death. Kill Switch Engage, Lamb of God. Well, Last Kill Switch Engage, the new one trash. S Club 7. Oh, yeah, I remember S Club 7. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I remember S Club 7. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, what would you like to do? <laughs> the boys, you better end it now. End it. End it. End you do ah. hate S Club 7. Oh, God. I've, I've crossed the line. Oh, Help me, Troy. Hold me. I'm loving this episode. This episode's amazing. Mm. When I was younger, Tara Stevens, Rachel Stevens would have got it on the face. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I keep like a shotgun blast. <laughs> The opinions of Ben Gilman <laughs> are not necessarily the opinions of Square Eyes. So I would have had to put a bag on her face there. She's too much chap. Anyway, right, we got to go. <laughs> we got Square Eyes Syndrome Podcast at gmail.com for any emails that you want to send us our way. And with that, it's goodbye for me. Bye for me. Bye for me. Try. That is the most memorable episode of Scry Syndrome we've ever had. We're not topping it. Next week's Buffy. Now, when I think of a steak, I think of a penis. Great. Thanks, Tara. All right. Have a question. What was I have it? A question. I have a question. Okay, okay. So, okay. You know, I have a question because right, you know, question? we've stopped recording now after that most random what the F, 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 episode. I've got a question for Troy. Uh, Troy, Tyler, yeah. did you think Tyler was kind of hard to know which costume? We didn't ask this on the podcast. Would you get <laughs> that? Using yes, my hat. No one like you, Ben. Stop, stop teasing me. You know He's I had like. to keep putting cold water in his trousers. He's putting it between his legs to keep it down. <laughs> It's cold, it's cold turkey right now. Okay, it's cold turkey right now. Okay. <laughs> You're just trying to behave yourself. I thought your tongue would be out the whole time. Oh, God. Oh, God.
moment. You want to see my witchcraft candle? Ta-da! Oh, Harvest Gathering. Why does that sound like a horror movie? Harvest Gathering. Hey, Mr. Pumpkin, look! <laughs> you got bad teeth. <laughs> teeth. This is my freaking plastic pumpkin from Daiso, Japan. From is the someone... Poundland, the Japanese Poundland, more like. Yakuyan star. He's got more teeth than someone I supported this today. What? Wow. 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 And you'll go with it. He's got more teeth than a baby. Babies don't have teeth. They do after a couple of months. <clears throat> okay. 